Hello? Hey, Dahlia, what you doing? Just cooking. Mmm, what's for dinner? <laughs> I'm trying out one of the new HelloFresh meals. They delivered it a couple of days ago, so tonight we're having steak and Brussels sprout stir-fry. Yeah, well, you guys have fun. I do not do recipes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Don't you, like, make the same thing every day? <laughs> well, yeah, pretty much, but I get pretty good at it that way. Well, you could do this one, to be honest. It's just, like, one page. It goes through step-by-step step what to do, and it only takes, like, looks like 30 minutes to make. Last week, I made this Tuscan Ribolita, which is this spinach and bean soup with bread in it. I had it in Italy, and this one was pretty much just as good and really easy. Sounds yummy. Well, while Dahlia's cooking, let me tell all of you out there, if you're interested in trying out HelloFresh, you can get $35 off your first week of deliveries. Visit HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code SECRET when you subscribe. Sounds so official, Ben. <laughs> it's good. I'm an official kind of guy. <laughs> okay, I gotta go. I need two hands to use this walk. Yeah, Dahlia, work that walk. Oh, awkward. I gotta go. Bye. The following is an at-will presentation. I've been stealing my roommate's toothpaste for a week. Has she noticed? No. Sometimes... I steal her floss, too, but I pretend like I'm going to the bathroom and I run the water so she doesn't hear me pulling it out because we talk through the door when I brush my teeth. Very clever. Yeah. Is she stealing anything from you? I don't know. Maybe my cereal? <laughs> it's been going really quickly. Probably. Thank you very much. No problem. I'm Ben Ham. And I'm Dahlia Beta. We're your hosts as we navigate the deep waters of humanity. And listen to the stories no one ever tells. You are entering the secret room. Hey, everyone. It's Ben. If you're a fan of the TV show Glee, you should stay with us. Jenna Ushkovitz, who played Tina on the show, is going to read a secret later in the podcast. But first, I wanted to tell you about a trip I made to Capitol Hill here in Washington, D.C. this weekend to get my hair cut. I go to one of those traditional barber shops. While I was waiting my turn, I had a chance to listen. Some people had easy conversations with their barbers about the weather and how they don't have to work on Veterans Day, so it was easy to come in. Others got much more detailed, talking about their family and their work, and I wondered if the barbers really remember where their conversations left off last time, or if they're just being nice. Then there was an awkward moment. A young woman brought her new boyfriend in for a cleanup. He had a glorious head of hair. It was dark, choppy, and out of control. He looked like he belonged at Wembley Stadium, singing into the mic with his band. But when the barber asked how he wanted his hair cut, new girlfriend said, I need you to take care of this. And she waved her hand gently in the direction of her boyfriend's head. Over the next 30 minutes, I watched his deconstruction. His deconstruction from rock god to lobbyist. He fits in DC a little better now for sure. And she was delighted. I'm not sure how he felt about it. And I wondered if his mom would recognize him. I'm not much for chit-chat in the barbershare myself. Um, over the ear and a little off the top, two inches in the back. Yeah. When he was done, I paid my 25 bucks plus tip and forged my way back out into the city. When I get a particularly good cut, I always ask the barber's name, but I never seem to find them again. But that's just me. Maybe you see the same person every time you get your hair cut, and after a while, you begin to share stories. Stories of family and work, of joy and sadness, and maybe, just maybe, you begin to share secrets. 
Today, in The Secret Room, we visit with Lena, a hairstylist at an upscale Los Angeles spa and salon. The LA salon is a very trendy salon. We have about 15 hairstylists, do a lot of trendy hairstyles, very busy, um, very cool place to work. This week's episode's a little racy, so if there are any tender ears around, including your own, you might skip this one. Or better yet, save it for me time. How graphic do you want this to be? This is between you and I right now, and you can tell me to dial it back if, like, if you're actually going to use this story. Lena's worked at her salon 20 years, and people tell her the most amazing things. We call ourselves therapists. Wait, what? You call yourselves therapists? That do therapy. Over the years, she's heard a lot of stories from her clients. Stories you might not even tell your spouse or your best friend. People don't, when it's something like they don't have anyone else to talk to. So what kinds of unexpected things do therapists hear? Sometimes you just hear inappropriate things or people have like really inappropriate conversations with you. Lena's first story is about a new client she has to come in at 8.30 a.m. on a Monday. I got stuck in traffic and I was about 25 minutes late, which is terrible. I felt awful the whole time. And then when I get there, I see that she's like standing up and she has like one of those like donut pillows on my chair. And I was like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah. And she said, she said, I had a baby, but this fucking hurt. So she was like standing up kind of in you know discomfort. So I was like, okay. I was like, well, she's cool because I'm 25 minutes late and she just dropped the F-bomb. So I was like, I'm good. <laughs> okay. I wasn't sure where that was going. <laughs> So I felt like at ease. And so I, I'll quote her exactly. And, and so she cussed a bit, but she said, I had my girl worked on. What does that mean? She started telling me a story about she, how she had to have vaginal rejuvenation because when she had a baby that things weren't wired right afterwards. And somehow like it just got really messed up and she'd been dealing with it for six months. And even if she, she couldn't pass gas, like that's how crisscross everything was. I don't have children, so I don't know how that works, but she would bloat. And so she had to have this done. It was medical. And so she says, I'll show you pictures. And I was like, okay. But I just kind of went over that thinking, you're not really going to show me pictures. Then I finished her hair. She was processing. I had another model waiting. I start mixing her color. And she goes, I know you're busy, but I just want to show you these pictures real quick. And then she shows me the before picture of her vagina on her cell phone and then she shows me the after picture that's after um rejuvenation right the first picture was like a roast beef sandwich whatever goes into that there was a lot of stuff it just seemed like there was more than what needed to be there okay so the rejuvenation worked it was the 180 <laughs> Before, like, the before it was scary. Like, I don't know if, like, anybody would go near that again. And then it looked like a tidied up vagina afterwards. I was like, oh, okay, it looks great. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to say. And she said, my friend keeps asking me, why do you keep showing everyone the picture? And she's like, it's medical. And I was like, and it's your vagina. <laughs> like, I think she just had that new car feel. When you have, like, a new car and you're like, oh, shamelessly showing it to people. <laughs> so how, what was your reaction? I was shocked. But of course, in front of a client, you just go, oh, yeah. And it's just like they can tell you anything. I mean, they could say my husband's cheating on me or just something. I'm cheating on my husband. And you have to go, oh, really? Oh, well, that's, you know, interesting. <laughs> just have to be professional. <laughs> like, 
you can't like you can't break it's like you just can't because then you make them feel uncomfortable and you cannot if you it's like you're breaking their trust and they trust that they can say anything to you and it's like a safe zone so was there ever a time when someone just dropped a bomb on you out of the blue just like without any lead up at all yeah my client came in and she said have you ever had anal sex I was like, I think I tried it once. And she's like, she's like, I have a wicked backache. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, good for you. <laughs> she didn't bring in a, a donut pillow too, did she? No, she probably should have though for her back. <laughs> when you originally contacted us on our secret line, you mentioned that you'd have family members talking about each other. Um, okay. So I have this one who the mother comes in and she acts like very Pollyanna-ish. Like she just like acts like she has like her whole life together and she's very prim and proper. And then I learned from the daughter that she actually left her husband to go be with the man, the man that she's married with now. And when the daughter was getting married, her father's family was going to attend the wedding like it was going to be some uneasiness and that her mom was trying to make sure that everything was like her hair, her outfit, everything, because she was going to see these people. And she did um, one of the family members wrong, her former husband. So, But the mother would have never told me that and still has never told me that. Sometimes I'm really shocked at how people treat others in service professions. Have people been very rude to you? Well, this one, I guess, she put her son up for adoption after she had him, and then she reconnected with him later on. She's very Catholic, though, like uber-Catholic, and kind of shove it down your throat Catholic. Very judgy on me, like, you're not having kids, you're not married, like, your eggs are going to dry up. And then cheating on her husband, like, for years, like, for four or five years, like, on Ashley Madison. Is that what it's called, Ashley Madison? Yeah. Yeah, she even brought one of them in. Hmm. She was really excited about him. And she has like a vault vault app on her phone that she unlocks to show me pictures and she'll show me her sexy pictures of herself, like topless or in her song that she has sent to her lover. Wow, that's so interesting. She's a wild card. Yeah. She got caught. How did she get caught? She's a super successful woman in her job, but just wasn't getting enough out of her marriage, not enough affection. Um, I didn't feel desired, so she sought it out from other men multiple men mm -hmm. the fall of this past year was on a vacation with her lover but then there was a traffic violation that was a ticket that was sent to her and her husband's house of her and her lover in florida there was a, a photograph of him and her in her convertible he was paying that the husband opened it up while she was away and then First, there was the first page that was just a ticket, and then the second page was the photograph oh, snap. of the two of them in a convertible. Wow. Yeah. That's one way to get busted. I know, but you sometimes, like, you just would never think of that. Yeah. Like, photo enforcement? Right. <laughs> I mean, I would now if I were... Sure. <laughs> the world's yeah. changing. And, yeah. and so... We can all learn from her mistakes. <laughs> yes, that's right. There's some advice for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Don't drive a convertible around, like, traffic cameras. Right. I was doing this client's hair. Uh, she had her son there, and I don't remember his name, but he was about five years old. And 
the song Frozen came on, and I said, oh, do you like this song? And he said, yes. He goes, but my mommy won't let me watch this movie. And I said, oh, why? And he goes, because she doesn't like white people. And I said, oh, okay. And she said, why would you say that? And he says, because you said you don't like white people. And she's just like, I've never said that. And then he just got quiet. And she says, one of your teachers is white. And she goes, and she's white, like points to me. And he goes, yeah, he goes, but she's funny. Mm. I'm like half white and half Chinese, but still, I mean, it's a touchy subject. But I was like, well, I guess maybe her secret was that she doesn't like white people, but her son outed her. (laughs) You got to be careful with those kids. Yeah. So do do you cut men's hair too? I do women and men. And men. Do they open up to you as uh, the way women do? Not so much. Hmm. I've had married men ask me out. I've had them inappropriately compliment me while their wife is like two chairs down. Oh, my God. Yeah. We had a client. He's older in his 70s. And he came to one of our my coworkers and he asked her for a hair dryer because he said he got wet. And then... She's like, oh, okay, well, here, just usually our assumption is you got the back of your shirt wet while you were getting shampoo. Mm -hmm. And so she pulled out the hairdryer and she was like, oh, here, I'll dry it for you. And he's like, oh, no, it's not there. He's like, I like I wet myself a little bit, like he peed himself a little bit. And he's like, do you want to dry it? Like kind of made it pass at her. And she's just like, oh, no, you can do it. And she's handing the dryer and like walked away. Oh, that's not sexy. <laughs> There's a lot that's not sexy for men. <laughs> <laughs> I lost like total respect from him. He was a Navy SEAL. His wife is a child psychiatrist. They travel the world. For when she repeated that to me, I was like, okay, it's too much. There's this new movement in D.C. and it's probably across the nation where people are coloring their hair gray or the sort of off weird gray. Do you, do you get any odd hair color requests? We got clients come in for one of our colorists who no longer works there who brought in um, clippings of her pubic hair because that was the hair color that she wanted on her head. <laughs> come on. No, it happened. <laughs> no, please. Yeah. The clients that come in, like old, older women, like really like she talked about how her husband's penis is so small that she had to hold it in while with her hand while they were having sex. <laughs> You're killing me. I know. It's crazy. So do you ever decide how you're going to style people's hair based on their stories? Yes, because like my one client (laughs) was cheating on her husband when we did her extensions. um, And then 11 of the extensions came out because we realized that she can't have any on the back of her head where it was getting a lot of friction from from her active sex life. So if I didn't know that she was having an active sex life, I would have not understood why those extensions couldn't have been there. So how did you style her hair differently then? We just kept the extensions on the side. Okay, so the stories can be helpful. (laughs) You told me before that this whole aspect of the job surprised you. What did you think it was going to be like to be a hairstylist when you were starting out? I mean, I was so young. I just had no idea. You get attached to some of your clients, and then when they go through hard times, you go through that with them. Oh, I guess you get to know people very intimately, or at least a side of them. Yeah, they go through death, good times, bad times, divorces, all kinds of stuff. So is there is there anything at all to take from all this 
crazy oversharing. I guess what I would take away from it is, I don't know, I guess I'm just happy to be there for people in that way. It's more than what I would have ever expected as being a hairstylist. I guess I would feel disappointed if people didn't open up to me. I look for that. It also helps me to learn more about them and then also to be able to give them a better service. I think people need people. It's just like if you've had a bad day and you just need to vent and you really don't want a solution or anything. You just need to like speak it and just put it out there. And for me, I just feel like I'm a sounding board. How has this experience, I mean, it's been a 20-year-long experience, affected the way you view people? You hear people's most intimate secrets. Do you do you think you might see them differently? I just feel like everyone has something. They may not be saying it, but I, I know, like, I just feel like everyone has something. Everyone has a little bit of dirt that comes along with them. So my barber is not my therapist. And there's no way I'm cutting my rock god hair. No way. But if you need somebody to confide in, perhaps you should consider getting a trim. Or coming to the secret room. Today, Jenna Ushkovitz, Tina from Glee, singer, actor, podcaster, and all-around cool lady, joins us in the secret room for a dramatic reading of a listener-submitted secret. Take it away, Jenna. Corn. I was studying archaeology abroad in Germany. I was a student and had no money. I was staying with my German host family, but they were all on vacation. I couldn't ask my parents for money because they always gave me a difficult time when I did. The fridge was almost empty. They had fed us so poorly that I had lost 20 pounds. I was starving and I had to get creative. Near the archaeology site was a field of corn, ripe, full, beautiful golden ears ready to eat. So I hopped on my bike and found my way to the cornfield. In Germany, laws are laws and people are strict, so I had to be very careful. As quickly as possible, I crept into the field hidden completely by the stalks taller than my head. I stole the corn off the stalk, peeled away the husk and silk, and gorged on the corn. I tossed the remains back into the field. That cornfield saved my life until my host family came back and fed me. Ben and Dahlia. Hey, Jenna. Thanks a lot for joining us. I love The Secret Room, so thanks for having me on. Everyone should go listen to Jenna's podcast. It's called Infinite Positivities. She speaks with actors and authors about how to live life with a positive outlook. I'm feeling I could really use that about now. 
Yeah, I feel you. It's time to put today's epi to bed, so let's credit Breakmaster Cylinder for our theme and for our music. Secret fans, you should leave us an iTunes review to support the show and follow us on Twitter at Secret Room Pod. And if you want to visit the Secret Room to share your stories, you know, instead of at the hair salon, visit our website at secretroompodcast.com. Hey, Ben, do we get to see your rock god hair? Um, I guess. You, you want me to post a selfie? Sure. Okay. Um, but I may be exposed as not having rock god anything, actually. But I'll post it to Twitter and Facebook. On next week's podcast, you talk with a woman who saw her brother on a police wanted poster. What did she do? I, I just froze because it looked exactly like my brother. I guess you'll have to tune in next time to find out, Dahlia. Yeah. Well, that's it for today. Wait, did you say nah? <laughs> no. <laughs> I said, yeah. <laughs> like you said, nah. Well, that's it for today. I'm Dahlia Beta. And I'm Ben Ham. Pot on. <laughs> <laughs>